Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today's guest can be described in two words, holy foley. That's right. Today we're talking to Noelle Foley, the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley. It's Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. Everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey, everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, how's it going? Hope you're having an awesome week. This is Corey, and if it's your first time listening to the show, then welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, giving us a download, and taking the time to listen. I am a husband, a father of three kids under eight years old, and a plant-based athlete. And each week, I get to talk to some of the most inspiring people that I can find to help me stay motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and really get the most out of life as a busy parent. See, for me, finding time to work out, make healthy, quick meals for me and my family, and spend quality time together can be really hard when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these inspirational folks, that you can take away some quick tips or gold nuggets of inspiration, as I call them, that you can try in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Now, today's guest, as I mentioned, is Noelle Foley. Noelle is the daughter of the WWE Hall of Famer, Mick Foley, a.k.a. Mankind, a.k.a. Cactus Jack, a.k.a. even the dude, dude love. So we'll we'll talk to her in just a second. Um, but it's kind of a different angle that we're talking to Noelle about. You know, most people ask her about, uh, you know, the wrestling stuff, and, and we talk about that, of course, but... Really, it's so fascinating to understand what life is like from her point of view and how passionate her dad was about making the family the priority. And that's what has led to such a long-lasting marriage, such a wonderful relationship with all of his kids, and Noelle thriving as she is right now. Their show, Holy Foley, has already aired. Actually, it aired after the WWE pay-per-view event, uh, SummerSlam. And if you had a chance to watch SummerSlam, then I'm sure it was awesome and you loved it. And if you watched Holy Foley afterwards, then you know you're in for a great show. So without any further ado, I want to get right into it. Before we do, though, I want to give a shout out to my nonprofit supporter, my nonprofit partner, and that is Culture City. It's Culture with a K. Check them out, culturecity.org. It's an organization that Noel supports. It's an organization that I support, and uh, they are helping raise awareness and acceptance for children and families living with autism. So again, go check them out. Noel and I are huge fans. Uh, Culture City, Culture with a K, dot org, culturecity.org. All right, guys, let's get into it. Our interview with Noel Foley. Here we go. All right, hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio, and today we have an actress, a model, a volunteer, and also she happens to be the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley. Welcome to the show, Noelle Foley. 
Hello, it is great to be here with the Glean Green Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, here we are. And, you know, we got a chance to meet uh, recently over at a Culture City event, a wonderful nonprofit out of Alabama. And uh, my daughter's one of your best friends now. She's she's one of your biggest fans, I should say. Yeah, no, we're actually besties. While you were doing (laughs) your thing, we became besties. We were talking about makeup and food and Disney and just everything so yeah me izzy and i are besties now oh my gosh i'm sure you know everything about our entire family too because as kids uh open up they just share everything so yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for being on obviously you've got the big show coming up holy foley it premieres very soon uh at the time of the recording Right now, we are getting ready for the big SummerSlam event with WWE, so you'll be headed out to Brooklyn soon, and uh, the premiere of Holy Foley happens after SummerSlam. Isn't that exciting for you? Oh my god, it is so exciting. It's such it's such a blessing, really, like this whole opportunity, and it's just really crazy that it's actually happening. Like yes. I, it's, it's been a long time. I mean, how long have they been shooting this thing with you? They, well, we filmed for almost three months. We started right after WrestleMania and yeah, they were with us for about three months, but it's in the, it's been in the works for a long time. So that it's actually happening and that it's actually about to premiere is crazy. And it's just really crazy to think about the first time they ever showed any type of commercials was at WrestleMania. And I'm looking at myself on this ginormous big screen in front of 100,000 people. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God, it's me. It's happening. This is incredible. Yeah. Well, I think people are fascinated by it. You know, I mean, not only has Mick been in the in the industry for so long, but he's so well respected. I mean, in the Hall of Fame, everything. So. It's it's neat, you know, and and I think the reality side of things, it doesn't really get a chance to look at a, a healthy, happy family, and you got that's what you guys are. You're you're a, a, a family with a bunch yeah. of boys, a bunch <laughs> of boys, and you, and then your mom. I mean, you your mom being a formal fashion, mo- a former fashion model, and everything. I mean, I don't know if people know this story, but it's so fascinating and it's interesting. So I think it's gonna make great TV. Yeah, and my little brothers, I. <laughs> They're, they're just being little brothers. They, they, it's their mission to make your life a little miserable, but they're still loving. So us as a family, we're just one big, loving, dysfunctional family. And I think people can relate because no one's family is normal. No one's family is perfect, but... It's true. Yeah, but you find ways to get along and love each other, so... well. Let's let's talk about you. I mean, we'll get into the show and everything, and obviously being the daughter of a, a a pro wrestler. But let's talk about you. What do you What are your hobbies? What do you like to do? I mean, obviously from your Instagram, you're taking, you know, pictures of fashion stuff, and you're all modely <laughs> and everything. So is that is that your vibe? Is that what you're what you're doing? What What are you up to now? I mean, I I have been trying to model, which it it it, ha- it has been difficult, and we do cover this in. Holy Foley, but I've been trying for so long, and I do like little things here and there, but nothing has really picked up. Nothing has really crazy happened in the modeling world. So I'm kind of just putting that on hold and then 
trying the wrestling thing. And if the modeling thing does work out, I could do both. I just want to be, I want to do a, a lot of things, whatever makes me happy. I don't want to be stuck in one, one career choice. So I'm very open to, I'm open to modeling. I'm open to acting, wrestling, hosting, yeah, volunteering. Hosting. Hosting Everything. is awesome. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you you are volunteering. I mean, you're volunteering with Culture City. That's where we met. And uh, talk to me about what what drew you to Culture City itself. What 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 was it about that organization? Um, obviously, they, they just recognized Mick as being one of the influential um, advocates of the year for autism. And so, what what was it about Culture City that really drew you to them? Well, as you know, my brother Mickey, he is on the spectrum. And I really, I didn't know about Culture City until they reached out to my dad, to me, and asked me if I wanted to go to the event in Alabama. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'd love to. So I go out there and I'm just overwhelmed with kindness from Culture City and Julian and Michelle and you and just all the volunteers, all the people, the whole community. It's just like, wow, these people are so nice and loving and they want to make a difference and they just want acceptance for these children. And I love that. So I am so happy to be part of the team. Yeah, it's an incredible organization. Uh, and folks, I mean, you you probably heard me, you know, talk about them before the show and, and tell you that they're a... Uh, uh, the the designated nonprofit for Lean Green Dad. I mean, before every episode, we talk about Culture City and we thank them. And I'm so happy to align my brand of Lean Green Dad with Culture City. So I'm sure Julian's listening to this. Julian, we love you. Michelle, you're you're amazing. So you're the best, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Culture City's wonderful. Um. The modeling thing, obviously. What What's it like growing up in a house that's full of testosterone and boys what's it like i mean it's the only the only thing i know i've never had sisters but i i feel like i'm one of the boys i just we get along we 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 wrestle a little bit there there is a lot of like little fights but they get over it but I, it's pretty cool having three brothers because they're always looking out for me, especially Dewey. He's my older brother. He's always making sure I'm protected against bad people. And even Mickey and Huey, they give me a hard time, but they're protective too. <laughs> well, and that's a brother's job. I mean, they're good brothers. That just means they're doing a good job. So. Yeah, yeah. How about the relationship with your mom? Have you guys been close as you were growing up? I'm sure with Mick on the road a lot, it was oh, like, yeah. we... holy cow. We call each other best friends. We call each other babes. We we joke around and say we're the girls gone wild, but we keep our tops on. <laughs> awesome. And we always go on cruises and vacations. And she's, at sometimes she's cornier than my dad, which people probably wouldn't think because my dad is kind of the corniest of the corniest. But my mom, she is she has quite the corny side and just funny and weird. So I get both my my characteristics from both of my parents. But yeah, my mom is awesome and I can talk to her about anything and 
We're just best friends. <laughs> What's the hardest thing about having a dad that's on the road so much? I mean, when Mick was wrestling, I mean, he was gone, what, 355 days out of a year or something? I mean, yeah. How, how was how was that? How did you guys keep your relationship solid? It actually wasn't too hard, or at least not for us, because my dad would make his number one priority his family. So any chance he had to come home, even if it was for a few hours, a half a day, one day, he would come home just to see us and have time with us. And he would plan vacations around his wrestling shows. If he had a match in California, he would bring the whole family and we would go to Disneyland. So he did a great job with it because I know a lot of wrestlers they have struggled with that, not only with their like actual family, but their their marriage suffers and they get divorced and they just don't see their children as much. So my dad put in all the effort he could to make it work, and he did. Yeah. Now, as you were growing up and you're around all these guys, uh, <laughs> who 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 were the ones that kind of took you under their wing? Who were the ones that were like? Oh, there's Noelle. She's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to her, hang out with her for a little bit. You know, when your dad's at a show or he's working, like there's got. Is there one or two yeah. that really just stick out to you as there, awesome dudes? There is one. When when I was really little, probably around the age of five, six, my best friend backstage was actually China. No. So, yeah. So it was really it was really sad and upsetting that she passed away recently because we would just hang out backstage i would hang out with her in the locker room while she's getting ready she would do some of my makeup we would walk around holding hands so that china was definitely like the one that sticks out for me especially when i was little and now i'm just i'm friendly with everyone everyone backstage is very respectful and they have so much respect for my dad and they're just they're really nice people so yeah every time i go backstage it's like oh you're reuniting with your friends you haven't seen in a while yeah and, and you know just speaking about like the brand itself for a second the, the brand that is the wwe the worldwide juggernaut it's it's so fascinating now that you know espn is covering wwe things and um, you know, you you see some of the the professional wrestlers coming on the air talking about the fact that it's entertainment. They are entertainers, yeah. and it's never it's never been like that. It's almost been, you know, quiet. They almost try to hide um, hide the fact that it that it's entertainment. But at the same time, it's such a huge amount of athleticism that it takes to do oh, this. So, yeah. holy cow! Like what? What do you? How do you feel about that transition? About it coming out into the public and being a little bit more of a conversation rather than this like secret thing that we don't talk about kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely think it's great that it's becoming more mainstream. And even there was a big transition to get kind of the younger girl audience involved by coming up with the show Total Divas. Because now that Total Divas is on E! Network, which is a huge network, that involves a totally different audience that WWE isn't used to. So I think they're doing that 
in a good way to incorporate all different audiences and get them interested and involved. And yeah, it's really cool. And WWE has started pretty, well, actually a long time now. They're doing a lot of charity stuff and be a star, like anti-bullying campaigns and hospital visits. So it's really great that they have this huge platform to help out people and help out people in need. It is. It's awesome. Um, they they are so worldwide. It's a worldwide brand. I mean, obviously, it's, it's one of the biggest brands in the world, to, to be quite frank. And, you know, when things trend, they trend all over and they trend number one. They I mean, do. Every Monday, every Monday, there's always trending stuff. Actually, this past Monday, Holy Foley was trending. No way. Yeah, awesome. I was, I was just randomly looking through it. And I was like, holy foley, oh my God. <laughs> and this that was only the first look. So yeah. I yeah. can't wait to see what actually happens on the premiere on Sunday. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. You know, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in New York, believe it or not. I'll really? be in ups upstate New York though. I'm going on a ten year anniversary getaway to the mountains with my wife. So Oh wow. We'll be up there uh in Albany actually. So Al- we'll be f- Oh Albany, yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. there before. A few of my friends went to college there. That's exciting. Right on. Yeah. No, I've ne- I've never been, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see. That'll be cool. Um, okay, so you're on the road. You're doing this thing. Uh, you, sometimes you get to travel with your dad. What's what's the most memorable event that you've been to? Uh, and then what's the most memorable match that you've seen your father compete in? Let's see. And they might be one in the same. You never know. Yeah. Okay, so the most memorable event in wrestling? Huh. For you. For you. Yeah. Wow, that's difficult. I've been to a lot of events. It's definitely something recently. It's not going to be the match, the I quit match with The Rock hitting my dad. Even though, like, it's weird because it it left such kind of like a scar almost, but I don't actually remember it. I just always see the video of me crying, which is, yeah. And, like, every single day people on Twitter or Instagram will be like, were you that girl crying in the front row? I'm just like, yeah, I was. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> did, did you know Did you know what was going down? Did you know it was the end? Of course yeah, you didn't. I know. We had no idea. Like, my mom was crying too. Dewey was crying. And I remember my dad said he looked out there and he was just like, wow, I feel like a bad dad. <laughs> and then... That made me feel bad because I was like, oh, no, he feels like a bad dad, but he's not. (laughs) It's amazing the things that are going on behind the scenes that no one even knows. And here you are. You are the little girl that was in the front row. How old were you at that time? Probably four four or five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I was young. I was young. That was nine, nine, eight, nine years ago. Or no. No, what am I talking about? I was like 18 years ago right i think so yeah what 18 years ago i know it's hard to believe i mean you're only 22 right now so yeah (laughs) Yeah, that would make sense 18 years ago that's a long time it is a long time it feels weird that i'm that old (laughs) oh i know it just wait (laughs) you crack me up now you just offended everybody that's over the age of uh you know 30 or something on this show no i'm kidding 
<laughs> Wait until you can say 20 years ago. I mean, I'm 35 right now, so I can say 20 years ago I did something. Yeah. But I, was, I was 15, you know, 20 years ago. That's crazy. That is crazy. Anyways. But, All right. But actually, to answer your question, there's a few shows, events that stick out in particular. Like WrestleMania in San Jose was amazing. And I had seats right on the the ramp. Well, they weren't actually my seats, but um, my boyfriend, Frank, he was sitting there, and there was actually an extra seat there. And I was up in the suite because my dad and I had a suite, which we were part of the raffle for rain, that if whoever won would sit with us. So I stayed up there for most of the show, but then for the last two matches, I went down to the floor and that was awesome because first I went backstage and I've never, never been backstage or at least I don't remember being backstage. I haven't been backstage in a while at WrestleMania. And I remember as soon as I got there, uh, the woman paid the wrestler. She just finished her match and she was crying and like she hugged me. So that was really cool. So I kind of share that moment with her and then going out to watch the matches that close was awesome. And then there was an extreme rules in New Jersey about a year ago. And just, there was all the action was right in my face. There was people getting power bombed and just, breaking the tables right there in front of me and then jump like literally almost jumping on me so oh my gosh crazy and a little scary but definitely memorable that's awesome that's amazing (laughs) and 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 now i I don't know how much you can talk about this because of this show but now you you had your you tried your own hand at you know training to be a wrestler now mm-hmm. how was that was it like eye-opening was it like okay this really hurts this is oh, ridiculous yeah. oh yeah it was i knew that it would hurt just from my dad but you have a whole new respect for every single wrestler out there that's ever stepped into the ring you have a whole new respect for them for putting their bodies on the line getting hurt practicing so much so i'm really glad i have that new respect and it's it is really hard it's very difficult it's very painful i got two different injuries that you'll find out about on holy foley yeah but it was it definitely was eye-opening and then i was put in um a few of the submissions and holy crap they hurt like, I, I knew that they weren't comfortable, but I've never had it applied to me. So when I had it applied to me, I was like, oh, my God, you're going to break my arm. And, like, I, uh, my back in one of the ones, I wasn't, I just wasn't expecting it to hurt. So my back was, like, like cracking out of control. Yeah. So just, I have a whole new level of respect for all wrestlers around the world. Oh, unbelievable. Um, what's what's next? What's the next thing that you're doing? Do you know? Are you just like open to anything? The possibilities are endless. Yeah, I really don't know. That's the thing. Like, it's a crazy, it's a crazy life. I'm open to anything. It could be 
daddy thing. Yeah. <laughs> and there could be a see, uh, season two of Holy Foley. There could not be. I don't know. It's just pretty much up in the air right now. And I'm the type of person that just goes with the flow. So yeah. I guess... We'll all have to wait and see, including myself. <laughs> I love it. I think it's going to be great. Well, uh, a lot of people that are listening probably already follow you on social, but give us all your handles. Tell us where we can follow you on social media. Okay. On Twitter and Instagram, it's just my name, at Noel Foley. No spaces or anything. And on Facebook, it's, let's see. I know there's an official tag, but just okay. if you type in Noel Foley, you'll come across the real Noel Foley with a blue check mark because there's a bunch of fakos out there. But only <laughs> I have the check mark. Those people have a lot of extra time on their hands. I, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> to create a fake profile, come on, guys, give me a break. Oh my Anyways. god, they're they're out of hand. Like there's fake tin tinder accounts of me oh come on it's like what do you expect to do with this tinder's you're gonna aren't you planning on meeting up but it's kind of scary so just anyone has everyone and everyone has to be careful on social media because you never know who you're actually speaking to so everyone be safe <laughs> it's true it's true but you handle it like a champ i mean i saw I don't know. You're walking down the streets in New York, and I think some TMZ guy was just asking you and your boyfriend a bunch of questions. And the way you handle it is just so classy and cool. And I think that's got to come from having a good dad that you. teaches you how to handle <laughs> that stuff. So, yeah, way to go. The way you're doing everything is, is awesome. And uh, thanks for taking the time to come on the show and chat with us. And I'm excited about Holy Foley. It will have already aired when this show airs but uh I, i'm so glad that you took the time to talk to us before the show went live yes thanks for having me i had fun <laughs> hey guys what's up it's Corey back in the studio thank you so much for taking the time to listen but hey don't let your experience end here visit us online at leangreendad.com you can follow us on facebook twitter pinterest instagram we've even got a youtube channel so Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to listen. And if you're interested in healthy grocery shopping, check that out. We've got that on our homepage. Or you can check out leangreendad.com slash grocery guide. It's a series of three free videos that I'll send right to your email if you tell me where to send it. So that's all it, guys. Until next week, this is Corey from Lean Green Dad saying keep going that extra mile for your family. See you next week.